is because I got that dictation. Oral, it's not just for him. Just one short minute, guys. If you are enjoying the stuff you are hearing across the other channel, may I recommend you hit us up on our social medias. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. Which is a combination of old and terrible. We now have a Discord. Discord. I am not very good below. at using it, technically, I guess. But Talking about video games, movies, music, whatever you want. We would love to you know, continue to cover things that people are actually interested in checking out. So let us know in the comments below. Episode of the TUC Sports, uh, where I will be taking a look at last night's NHL draft lottery. Uh, we'll be discussing the top eight picks. Um, I will be doing a little bit of a mock draft uh, since we kind of got a somewhat of an idea, at least what the top eight picks are going to be. Uh, we don't have know who number one is going to be, but we know who's going to go number one. So right now, the team that sits at number one is irrelevant because we know it's going to be Alexei Lafreniere. Uh, but before I get into that, um, if you uh, enjoy the video that you're going to be seeing or if you enjoyed the content uh, that myself and Aaron have been doing with the TUC Sports the last couple of episodes talking about the NHL or if you enjoy any of the content via the Under Channel, um, definitely consider giving their YouTube channel a subscription. Um, they talk about pretty much everything in the world of music, sports, movies, just basic chats uh, they they don't really have a specific topic which in a way to me is perfect because uh, if you have one specific thing then you might not have as big of an audience but if you discuss many different things you could have a bigger audience because I might not be the biggest movie fan but I'm a sports fan so I'll check out the sports episodes someone might not be a big sports fan but loves music um, so they'll check out you know more of the music episodes and stuff like that and vice versa so uh, definitely give the channel a subscription over on YouTube. Um, if you want to follow their social media accounts, they are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, just search The Under Channel. And if you want to chat with them via Discord, they have a Discord. So head over to Discord. Uh, just look for The Under Channel. Uh, I'm there. So if you want to talk hockey or anything, really, I'm down to talk with anything. Um, but if you want to talk with the lads of The Under Channel, uh, go to Discord and do it there so we are going to get in to what was a very strange nhl draft lottery last night and one that kind of surprised me um don't really want to get into it too much because it's really not going to make a difference uh from a red wings you know outlook uh you thought they i mean they should have gotten the number one overall pick but now they're picking fourth which you know uh, it's kind of uh, suspicious that the unmanned team got the first overall pick. Um, the NHL likes their suspense. So we're getting the second stage of the draft lottery once the play-in rounds are done. Uh, so uh, the NHL is supposed to be starting training camps, I believe, July 10th. Um, there hasn't been an announcement to how long that's going to last would imagine it'd be a couple of weeks so probably won't be till the end of july beginning of august once the play-in rounds will finally start to, to to take place um so that will probably give us at least till somewhat in the middle of august or so until we find out who actually gets the first overall pick um very funny story last night alexei lafreniere was supposed to be interviewed after the draft lottery but refused once we found out we don't know where he's going so they 
he probably was like, yeah, I don't really feel like answering questions about, well, where do you think you want to go? Where do you think you're going to go? Who da, 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 da. It's like, you can't really, you know, answer a lot of questions. So, uh, more power to you, Alexei. That's uh, kind of a smart move. So, but let's go ahead and get into the, uh, current draft order, at least the top eight. Um, I kind of knew when Bill Daly came out and said, well, we got eight cards, which means one of the unmanned teams at least got a top three pick. And I was like, yep, the Red Wings are screwed. Um, didn't think they were going to drop as far as they dropped, but I'm like, well, they're definitely not getting number one overall. They're maybe getting two or three. Um, didn't expect them to get number four. But like I said, as soon as I heard Daly say that, I'm like, yeah, the Red Wings are screwed. So let's go over in reverse order from eight to one. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres have the 8th overall pick. The New Jersey Devils have the 7th overall pick. The Anaheim Ducks have the 6th overall pick. The Ottawa Senators have the 5th overall pick. The Detroit Red Wings have the 4th overall pick. Uh, the Ottawa Senators, via the San Jose Sharks and the Eric Carlson trade, have the 3rd overall pick. The LA Kings, uh, who moved up from 4th to 5th, Second, uh, acquired the second overall pick. And the first overall pick goes to, dun-dun-dun, we don't know. Um, it will be once the play-in rounds are done, the eight teams that lose in the play-in rounds will all be entered into a second draft lottery. And the winner of that draft lottery will secure the number one overall pick and Alexei Lafreniere. Um the only thing I have to say is that I will not be happy if a team like Pittsburgh or Edmonton or Toronto that possibly could get upset in the playing round uh, end up securing the first overall pick because this is supposed to be a league of parity, or at least that's what the NHL wants you to think. And the way that happens is the worst teams should be getting the better picks, so that makes them better in the future and makes them not the worst teams and makes them a parody of the good teams so that's kind of not what happened here um or i don't know for sure because i mean a team like arizona you know could get the first overall pick um other teams that aren't you know nowhere as good as a toronto or pittsburgh might still end up with the first overall pick and it might not be too bad um but it's more potential um, for a better team to possibly get Alexei Lafreniere, um, which will drive people crazy because we could be seeing a potential of, you know, if in the case of Toronto, if they get upset and then win the draft lottery, they could have Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Travaris, William Nylander, oh, and Alexei Lafreniere. Yeah, that's, that's not, that's, I mean, it's appealing for Toronto fans, but for everybody else, it's kind of like, yeah, no, I don't know if I want that. Same thing with Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton Oilers could get upset uh, in the first, in the knock, knockout round, and they could end up with the first overall pick and have, you know, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Alexei Lafreniere. You know, Pittsburgh could have Sidney Crosby, uh, Evgeny Malkin, and Alexei Lafreniere. So there's, there's a potential for this to be not uh, very good um, and a not very good look for the NHL. Um, but we'll see, you know, those teams could do what they're supposed to and, you know, win the first round and get into the play and get out of the play and get into the regular playoffs and 
this might not be as much of an issue, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens once the NHL starts their uh, return to play, and we'll see uh, we'll see who gets that first overall pick because it's it's interesting. So um, it kind of made it easy to do this, you know, a little bit of a mock draft because regardless of who gets that number one overall pick, it's going to be Alexei Lafreniere. You know, the the kind of the tier for, you know, the top 10 prospects is Alexei Lafreniere, two and three is um, Quentin Byfield and Tim Stutzla. And then from four to 10, it's, you know, a mixture. Could go either way. Guy ranked number four might go number seven. It all just depends on, you know, the team who picks and, where their where their position of need is. Certain teams have multiple positions of needs, and you can see them going like with Detroit. You know they have holes up front, they have holes on the blue line, they have holes in the net. So you could see them go anybody at number four, um, and it wouldn't be a surprise because, like I said, from four to ten, it's such up in the air. And with a team like Detroit that needs so much, they could easily just be like, hey, you know what? We really want that defenseman and Jamie Drysdale. Or, you know what? We really need the goal scoring, and we'll take Alexander Holtz. Or to maybe make Aaron happy as, you know what? We really need that, you know, future up-and-coming goaltender. We'll take um, Askarov. So I doubt it, but you never know. I mean, they could trade back, get an extra pick, and go take Askarov number 10 or number 11 because that's where around Askarov would be projected at. So you, you never know. It's hard because you, you don't know at past eight who's going to be slotted where, and you also can't really do anything like trade-wise or anything until the draft happens, which won't be till like September or October. So we got a while's away to wait till we get more of a clearer picture. So let me go ahead and... Uh, do my little bit of a mock draft um, for picks one through eight. Um, number one overall goes to dun dun dun. We don't know, like I said, uh, but whoever that is will be taking Alexei Lafreniere from the QMJHL. He is 18 years old and he is a left winger who scored 35 goals and 77 assists last year. Uh, he is the one guy that is a guarantee starter next season, which is why he is the number one consensus overall pick. Because after him, some like a couple of the guys like Stutzla and Byfield could end up making a roster, but it's not a guarantee like Lafreniere. That's why he's just number one overall, and it's like a no-brainer that he's going to be taken with that pick. Um, He's gonna be probably a top, like a top line player from the get go. That's just how good he is. He might not be a Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews type of forward, but he's pretty damn close. So whoever ends up winning that draft, second draft lottery, is gonna be getting them a franchise uh, forward here. Uh, number two, this is gonna be an interesting pick. Um, L.A. could go and maybe change up the top, you know. Five, top ten a little bit. Um, I don't have them doing that in my predictions uh, in my mock draft, but they could potentially take Jamie Drysdale number two overall um, with the fact that they are pretty stacked. And I want to say stacked, but they have a decent 
uh, forward, young forward core. Uh, they took Alex uh, Turcott last year in the draft. Um, they still got, even though they're a little bit aging, they still got guys like Kopitar, Dustin Brown, Jeff Carter. Um, and I, they have a few other forward prospects that I just can't think of off the top of my head. Um, but I do know that they have a little bit more up front in depth than they do on the def- on the D-line. They do have an aging Drew Doughty. Um, so they're going to need to get him some help. Um, and I so I could see them taking Jamie Drysdale, but I just because of where the two number two, number three players are uh, in their progress, I do see them taking Quentin Byfield uh, to the center out of the OHL. Uh, last year, he had 32 goals and 50, 50 assists. Uh, and he is the youngest player in this draft. He's 17 years old. Uh, most of the other players are all 18. Um, so you got the youngest player, and he's one of the bigger players that's uh, standing about 6'4". Uh, I just think he fits the mold of the LA Kings a little bit more. Um, he'd be a great number two center behind Kopitar um, while he's still kind of in his prime and still has a few years left, and then probably could take the reins from Kopitar once you know Kopitar gets older and uh, dry, or, uh, Byfield gets a little bit more um, progress in the league. So um, I think it's gonna. I think that's the way uh, LA will go. But like I said, they could easily change things up and go Jamie Drysdale number four or number two because Drysdale's like the fourth ranked prospect in the most recent rankings. So to go a couple spots up isn't much of a reach, um, especially if it's a position of need. So number two is going to be the the pick to look at once we get into the draft. Um, but as of right now, I, I still have them going with uh, Quentin Byfield. Uh, number three, the Ottawa Senators. Um, with their pick that they acquired from the San Jose Sharks in the Eric Carlson trade. I have them taking Tim Stutzla from the DEL, left winger, uh, 18 years old, had seven goals and 27 assists in the DEL last year. Um, Like I said, the the tiers is Lafreniere, Byfield, and Stutzla, and then after that it's kind of a mixture. So um, it makes sense with, with LA taking Byfield that Ottawa's going to take Stutzla because he's the next best prospect. Um, you're going to get a good left winger out of him. So uh, he kind of moved up in rankings throughout the year. I think he was more towards, you know, five, six, seven at, you know, a month or so back. Um, but when some, come, uh, some of the final, you know, uh, draft rankings came out right before the draft lottery, uh, he did take a little bit of a of an increase and moved up to about the third. Some some places have him as the second ranked prospect. Uh, I think Byfield has a little bit more to offer than Stutzla, um, so I'm I'm still keeping Stutzla at number three. Um, but could some people have him flopped and have Stutzla two and Byfield three? So, but I just feel with LA, I think that it Byfield's more of an attractive player for LA which means Stutzla will fall to Ottawa. Number four, uh, the Detroit Red Wings. I have them taking Alexander Holtz of the SHL. Probably the biggest pure goal scorer in this year's draft, and that's the biggest reason why I have the Red Wings taking him, um, because they are in desperate need of pure goal scorers. Um, 
Anthony Mantha is kind of the guy that's supposed to be their pure goal scorer. A lot of you know insiders say that he should be a 40-goal scorer every year if healthy, and that's the problem. He's not really had a full healthy season since he's been up on the main roster. Jeremy, um, stop. I so told you, you get a guy like Holtz, uh, plus he's a winger too. Um, the biggest reason why I have them also taking Holtz is the fact that they have a little bit of depth at the center position with guys like Larkin, you have Rasmussen, you have Joel Valeno, and then you have some veteran guys like Helm and Franz Nielsen that can kind of solidify that center position. Um, I feel like getting a, a big scoring winger is what uh, will benefit this team. It'll kind of spread out the offense a little bit because then you can kind of go with uh, you know a Larkin, Mantha, and Bertuzzi, um, which have great chemistry, but it's like after that, the Red Wings don't have a whole lot. Well, that's where I could find them if they get uh, Alexander Holtz and then they could pair him with a Philip Zadina and a Robbie Fabry, who had a pretty good showing last year, or this year technically, for the Red Wings. Um, that could be a solid second line there to where you're going to kind of spread out your offense a little bit. Um, I think that's kind of the bigger need that the Red Wings need. Uh, right now, um, yeah, they might have some holes on the blue line, but they have a little bit more of an upside on the blue line with guys like Marit Sider coming up. Uh, Lids Lidstrom, I think it's Gustav Lidstrom, um, that look like they most likely could make the team next year. Um, you could see the Red Wings going out in free agency and maybe adding like a Tory Krug uh, to put on that blue line, a good Michigan native. So you could have, you know, a good blue line of uh, of um, Cider, Hronik, possibly a Tory Krug, and then, you know, Chwalski, um, Lidstrom. So you got a little bit of more, I guess, there than you do on offense. So that's why... Um, to me, I think the Red Wings are going to go with Alexander Holtz. Uh, number five, the Ottawa Senators will be selecting Jamie Drysdale, the top defenseman in this year's draft uh, from the OHL. 18 years old, scored nine goals and 38 assists. Um, kind of a no-brainer uh, if this is the way it falls out for Ottawa because you get your your forward and suits a lot with the third pick, and now you can get your defenseman with Drysdale with the fifth pick. You know, no. to me it's a no-brainer. You're filling two positions in the top five. So you, you can have a, two, two great players uh, for years to come with the Ottawa Senators, and you have him teamed up with guys like Thomas Shabbat and Brady Kachuk, and you got a, you got a promising future. If, you know, you can get a few more pieces here and there. Um, could be a definitely uh, big upside for the Ottawa Senators, especially having two top five picks. No matter where they go, it's going to be a big upside, but it just makes sense for them to go forward in defense, especially if it allows them, if it's if they're able to with Drysdale falling to five. So, Next up, I have the Anaheim Ducks taking Marco Rossi, the center from the OHL. The 18-year-old scored 39 goals and 81 assists last year. Um uh, Definitely something that Anaheim needs. Uh, they need to get that second line center, uh, who could potentially potentially become their first line center, uh, with an aging Ryan Getzlaff. So, definitely is a good fit for the Ducks. Um, some people have Rossi as you know the number four ranked prospect, 
So to have him fall two spots to the Ducks, the Ducks will be like jumping to the to the stage to select uh, Marco Rossi. Uh, number seven, the New Jersey Devils will be taking Lucas Raymond from the SHL. The 18-year-old left winger had four goals and six assists last year, um, but I think it was in a smaller amount of games. Um, he is another one that a lot of people could see go anywhere in the top, you know, from four to ten. Um, so the New Jersey Devils uh, definitely would love to have um, somebody with the capability of Lucas Raymond. So, And with the number eighth overall pick, I have the Buffalo Sabres taking Cole Perfetti, uh, the center uh, out of the OHL, who is 18 years old. He scored 37 goals and 74 assists for 111 points. Lots and lots of points. Um I definitely could have seen the Red Wings taking him at four. Uh, but like I said, I kind of went with the winger over a center just because of a little bit of the depth that the Red Wings have at center. Uh, not to say that the Red Wings won't take him because I'm not going to sneeze at a guy who had 111 points last year, you know, who could solidify as your second-line center for the future behind Dylan Larkin. I mean, I could definitely uh, will not mind seeing uh, Del Larkin followed by a Cole Perfetti for years to come on the top two lines. So, um, but I have him going to Buffalo at number eight, who definitely could use some more offense over there for that young team there. So, um, but like I said, you know, after after Stutzla or Byfield, whatever order they go two or three, you know, you could see. And, and Detroit is another one to look at too for teams below Detroit because. You know, Detroit has so many needs where they're going to go with the best prospect available at number four. And, you know, they might think it's Jamie Drysdale. It's 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 really hard to tell, especially with the Red Wings, because they just have so many needs. Um, and, like, I mean, obviously, I don't work for Detroit Red Wings. I don't work for the L.A. Kings. I mean, they obviously know more than I do. These are just my picks, the way I feel like each team, you know, how I could see them drafting, but that don't mean anything. <laughs> Once we get into the draft, this all could completely change besides Alexei Lafreniere. Um, Stutzla could go two, Drysdale could go two, Byfield could go three, could go four to Detroit if if Drysdale goes in the top three. Uh, who knows? I know that would make uh, Robert, Mr. Robert Under happy if uh, uh, Quentin Byfield slides to Detroit to number four, which would make me happy too because I, I do like Quentin Byfield. But uh, who knows? So, uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for today for this video. Um, like I said, an interesting draft lottery last night. Uh, not a very popular one unless uh, you were maybe the LA Kings because they moved up a couple of spots to get the number two pick or the potential of one of these uh, playing teams that lose. Uh, there's eight more franchises that... Uh, Maybe disappointed that they lost the playing round, but that might turn around pretty quick when they're entered into the second phase of the draft lottery and have the potential of Alexa Lafreniere. So, so we have a lot more to come here at the Under Channel here with TUC Sports. Uh, Aaron and myself did a Red Wings episode uh, about a week or so ago. Uh, that should be hitting the channel within the next couple weeks. Uh, I know Robert had a little bit of... Um, issues with his like connection and stuff like that because he was up north so he had a hard time loading up the episode but once he gets back he'll have that 
episode ready to go for you guys and Aaron and I go over you know the current status of the Detroit Red Wings you know where they stand at the draft uh, this was before the lottery so we still didn't know if they were going to have the one, number one pick or not um, but current lines and looking at the future uh, so definitely uh, check that out once that becomes available um, if you want to check me out uh, you can check me out on the Gorecast. I am. I used. To, I still. I'm still part of the Kayfabe or Die team. Myself, Johnny, and the Giz consist uh, are the Kayfabe or Die team. But we also do the Gorecast. So uh, it's become a little bit more difficult to split both, you know, podcasts. And so we've been focusing more on the Gorecast because we have a little bit of a bigger audience and we have a little bit more going with that. So our main focus has been the Gorecast. Um, you can find us on our YouTube channel. We do live streams three times a week, every Sunday night, th- uh, Tuesday night, and Thursday night. Uh, Sunday night is Johnny and the Giz. They do a live stream leading up to the brand new episode of the TV show, which you can find on American Horrors. Uh, if you have a Roku device, um, you can type in American Horrors and watch there or if you want to if you don't have a Roku device you can live stream over on AmericanHorrors.com and that is every Sunday night uh, at around 9.30 p.m. Uh, EST um, normally a TV show is a little bit of like a topic or review um, probably about a 15-20 minute show and the live stream before they do a little bit of uh, movie reviews they do like two or three movies that kind of fit in a similar theme and then they do some horror news at the beginning of the show um that's on our youtube channel on sunday nights um on tuesday nights myself and carter do original versus remake around 6 30 p.m est uh that pretty much the name the title is self-explains it uh we look at horror remakes and originals and we kind of dissect them find out which one we think is better was it necessary stuff like that so have a little bit of a debate and review the movie and we also do some horror news and then on thursday we do a group chat where the two shows combine uh johnny and the giz and myself and carter we do a four-manned live stream which is kind of just a random topic random you know group of movies we review and just have a bunch of bunch of shenanigans for about an hour and a half two hours and uh, some really good fun stuff. That's all found on our YouTube channel. Uh, just type in the Gorecast and please, please, please give us a subscription. We are very close to 200 subscribers, so we definitely would like to try to hit that fairly soon. Um, and then for the Under Channel, uh, you can go to YouTube and subscribe to the Under Channel if you like any of pretty much anything sports, music, movies pop culture, whatever, the Hunter channel has it. So uh, give their YouTube channel a follow and their social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, give them a follow. And if you want to go to Discord, they have a Discord. Uh, if you want to chat with the fellas about whatever you feel like chatting about, just head over to Discord. They'll be happy to have you. So until next time, this is Buzz, special guesting here on the TUC Sports. Uh, We shall catch you guys later. So long.